Welcome to the First Right Podcast, your weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. So today on our show, for the third time, we've got Robert Cahaley. He is on all the Fox shows, if you've seen lately. He's a very popular guy. He's the pollster that got things right, one of the very few that got things right in 2016. Uh, and we're super happy that he's on our team. He does our polling. And so we ask him back, and in between Hannity takes and Ingram takes and everything, he gets on with us, too. So, uh, Robert, uh, super happy to have you back on. Uh, welcome to the show. It's awesome to be here. This is a great podcast, and uh, I get more comments on this than I'm going to say anything else I do. Oh, that's good news. Good to hear it. Good to hear it. Well, let's just jump right into it then. So let's just talk then. What are you seeing uh, overall trends in the final days here? What do you think is moving voters, that kind of thing? It, all we hear is shutdown. Uh, there's a guy who wants to shut the economy down and thinks that's the way to fight the virus. And there's a guy who, who thinks that the way to fight the virus is to get back to work and to be, you know, to wear your mask, you know, social distance, wash your hands but that it's risking the economy is not the way to beat the virus. And I think that a lot of people who don't like Trump do like that message because the economy has continued to outpace any concern about the virus for all but a very few. Yeah, how about it? And I think that's one of the great things I've always loved about Trump. He's got such a good handle on where people are with things. And regardless of what happens inside of Joe Biden's little bubble and the way they talk about COVID and everything, and his hide in the basement and all that stuff. The rest of us are out here doing exactly what you just said and getting tired of all the shutdowns. I'm in Illinois and they just shut down the restaurants again and people are losing their minds. So yeah, we'll see about that. So we're gonna see what's gonna happen here. Um, all right, so let's, uh, let's look real quick at the uh, 2016 electoral map just to uh, refresh everybody's memory of, of what happened back on that really awesome night back in 2016 that I can still remember like it was yesterday. Um, and then we're gonna go ahead, uh, Robert, and just uh, dive in here to kind of war game uh, what we think the final result might be uh, here in real time, kind of state by state, and just click on things as we go along here. So let's start off with, um, let's talk about New Hampshire. What do, you, what do you see playing out in New Hampshire? What's your thought there? I'm still going to go with Lean D at this point, but I have to admit I haven't polled New Hampshire. But I think the uh, Trump wave's got to be pretty high to, uh, to to sweep up New Hampshire. So I, I'd still put that one at Lean D. Okay. Uh, North Carolina, big win last time. What are you feeling about that? I think that's going to definitely are. All right. Florida, the big one. We've been talking right. about that around here a lot with you. And uh, yeah, talk about that. No question for me on that one. Uh, I think Trump will do better than he did last time. He'll do better than uh, DeSantis did. And um, everything is firing in the right way for Trump in Florida right now. I'm the, you know, the Miami-Dade has created a panic that they had. Hillary had a 31% advantage at this point, and Biden only has a 7% advantage on early voting. Uh, there's been the, a further consolidation of Jewish voters behind Trump. With, the, with some of the things he's done there. You've got uh, people, I mean, from what I've been told and seen some pictures, the graffiti and the little Havana is all about comparing uh, Biden and uh, Harris to uh, to uh, Castro, and you got the Venezuelans there. These people left socialism, they've seen the failure of it, and they are fired up about not having it, not having it in America. 
Yeah, so that's I think, always, I always uh, love talking to those patriotic Americans that know what they're talking about because they've come from that environment. And that's such a great reminder. Um, let me find some pictures on that. And when the last time you were on too, we were talking about the Florida piece and you, you were like, ah, no, it's looking good. And that was when everybody, all the main, main, uh, mainstream pollsters out there were like, well, maybe Florida is not that close or not that, uh, sewn up for Biden. So you really kind of turned things over there. So that, uh, so good for you on that. Um, Nevada, what do you see in there? Nevada's very close. I would, I would, if, if we have the ability to leave things as toss up, I would leave that one toss up right now. Our most recent said that's two and a half uh, points, and with Trump has closed a lot of gap on that one. Uh, a shutdowns mean people in Vegas don't go to work, uh, and you add that to Trump's incredible numbers with Hispanics, and um, I think some a lot of these guys. No matter what the unions are saying that uh, work uh, in hospitality or culinary, I mean, these guys realize that uh, Trump means they're going to go back to work and Biden means may, they may have another year like 2020 next year. Yeah, yeah. I've heard uh, Victor Davis Hanson talk a lot about the Zoom class and the working class. You know, you have all these people that this is not OK at all to keep doing this. And, and you're right. Nevada's got a lot of those folks for sure. All right, so the big one, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is the one I always put an asterisk by. I think Trump will win Pennsylvania easily. Now, I believe he has to win it by 4 to 5% to overcome the inherent voter fraud in Pennsylvania. So I think it's our, but I, I think unless he wins it by 4 or 5, it's going to be blue. So I think we probably ought to make it blue uh, just because winning it by 4 or 5 is going to be very difficult. So that's weird. I know I said R, but I think it's going to end up blue because they'll steal it. Oh, it's painful to talk about. We're we're already involved in the uh, post-election legal battle, getting teed up for that in uh, Pennsylvania and Michigan, because you're right. That's a shameful thing about what's going on on the Democrat side is how they're so willing to just cheat. And, you know, living here in Illinois, it's like, oh, hey, there's a box of ballots over there. Where'd that come from? Let's go count those. You know, it's it's crazy. So hopefully we can, I, yeah. I mean, there's Supreme Court rule that, uh, you know, not so much on the postmarks on the ballot. Yeah. I mean, this is, the, talk about systematic. This is systematic. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, at least at least Chicago doesn't really affect a swing state anymore. But uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. I mean, That's so right. It really affects a swing state. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So, um, okay, Michigan, next one. I think Michigan's going to go red. I think John James is a great benefit to Trump. And, of course, their secret weapon, Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> right, exactly. And her husband. <laughs> oh, man. She's a piece of work. All right, Wisconsin. Uh, I would, that one, I've still, I would leave that was a tall stuff. I've still got that one could go. That one could go either way. That it really, it, it's, uh, I know a lot of people have it, you know, solidly for Biden, but uh, I, I, I can't put it in Trump's column yet. I can't, can't put it in Biden's column for sure. I feel like that one, I might can answer that question better by Sunday night because I plan on spending a lot of time studying it. Yeah. And more work there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Minnesota? I think it depends on Kanye. I mean, Kanye's at 3.3 right now. He is the only thing between Trump winning and, and 
losing uh, uh, Minnesota is Kanye. If, for example, Kanye would decide, hey, he wants to endorse Trump at some point in the next few days, I'd call that a Trump win. Um, and I, and I, I am, uh, at this point, believing that uh, Lewis is going to defeat Smith for the Senate there. I think there's a lot of things happening that are pro-Republican in Minnesota, kind of a backlash to the violence. But, uh, you know, Kanye taking two, three, three point three. I think it's, uh, it's probably going to be nothing changes. It's still going to be blue. Yeah, well, it's 2020. You might as well throw Kanye West into the equation. And if he does something and Trump wins because of it, then, you know, nobody's going to be surprised. Did we talk about Arizona? I don't know if I did. No, we have not. Okay, yeah, Arizona. I think Arizona is, I think Trump's going to win Arizona. So, having said all that, uh, you look at that map right there, and uh, that's how I've got it playing out as well. I, I, I have got, um, I, I'm thinking we're going to get Wisconsin, um, and then I've still got Nevada, Nevada's uh, being uh, Democrat. So, uh, so, yeah, there you have it. Um, other surprise states or anything that you're thinking that's lingering out there? I think if the, uh, I mean, I really think the number of people who are going to turn out and vote uh, for Trump that people aren't thinking about the low propensity voters is a big number. And I think if, if they turn out and then you add to the fact that the youth turnout everybody's counting on, really, if you dig into that model, depends on the, an effort that isn't happening this year. That, that big effort on all these college campuses and all those buses taking people to vote and all those beer and pizza parties when they get back, none of that's happening this year. And um, there's a lot of college kids that might have horrible voting records, but for that beer and pizza and bus. And uh, I think that the impact of that operation not having happening this year uh, might really kind of knock some of that down uh, that the Democrats put have to count on. And the fact that kids that are definitely Democrat, definitely left-leaning, might even call themselves a socialist. What they want more than anything is to go to school. Mm -hmm. And they might hold their nose and vote for Trump just because they think Biden's going to have them out of class for another six months. Yeah, how about it? And I'll tell you what, something else that might be happening. Yeah, as my daughter, she's a junior at the University of Iowa, and uh, she's my youngest. And what's going on with the kids and how they're talking now about they're really super aware of all these things now. And she's, you know, She's a good conservative kid to begin with, but I'm, there's a lot of trending conservative going on because this reality is just getting too harsh over time. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. So we'll see what happens. Anything else you'd like to add, Robert? Uh, you know, if, uh, if, if the wave is what, what I think it could be, then I think we'll see states like um, all the ones that we have as toss up and, and then Minnesota and uh, I think we'll see like New Mexico and uh, quite possibly even New Hampshire. And even and if it's the highest that I think the wave could be, it might even grab a Colorado or a uh, Virginia. So it just depends on how big uh, this surprise vote there is for Trump. But it could be a very big night. Yeah. And that's what I've been hoping. Well, we've all been hoping for it. And I just think back now to when they lost so badly in 2016, they had that window of time where they could have evaluated their own party and figured things out and changed. But instead they went with Russia was the reason they lost. And 
you know, you layer on some rioting and uh, the way they're talking about COVID. That's all a recipe, in my mind, to lead to a red wave. And I'm with you. I would love, obviously, love to see it, but that may be. There's a lot of a lot of play here, and uh, it's just it's it's so much to watch at once. It's it's hard to take it all in. But you've you've done that, and 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 great work there. And I'm I'm glad you're keeping up with everything. And uh, yeah, you're like you're like a big time celebrity, especially if you get it right again. Then you're like then you're then we're really talking, right, Robert? I think we're redefining celebrity if you ever put me in that category. <laughs> right. Exactly. Really low bar for celebrity. Right. Hey, you're like a political celebrity. That's what it is. So. <laughs> right. All right. Well, good, Robert. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, thanks for all that you've been doing over this time that we've been working together. And uh, I'm sure you'll be back on soon enough. And, uh, and we'll be talking about results and all that. So thanks for coming on. Great to be here. Uh, great to be associated with such a great group of folks. Yeah, it's good to see you. All right. Well, that's our show for today. So thanks for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't forget that working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. So until next time, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash firstright or text firstright to 1-312-820-9167.